Building Myself in Haiti Soyon Emily Kim Introducing myself to others has always been an agonizing process for me. It is not that I am a total recluse who hates meeting new people. On the contrary, I find that my interests are especially sparked when I talk with and learn about my new encounters. Rather, I find introductions so burdensome because I cannot simply say, Hello, I am from New Jersey. Instead, I have to spew a mouthful of words. I am a Korean-born French-Canadian living in the United States. Whenever I try to shorten my introduction by saying only one part of my identity, a nagging sense of guilt creeps over me. By leaving out any portion of my full background, I feel as if I am a deceiver, a fraud, a con artist. I feel as if I am tricking new acquaintances and selling myself as someone else. The cultures of South Korea, Canada, and United States are, needless to say, different. Each country consisted of different traditions, ideals, and lifestyles. Until I was five years old, I observed the Korean holiday Chuseok, a day of celebration in August derived from the tradition of giving thanks to our ancestors for the autumn harvest, and ate traditional rice cakes called Song Pyon. Then I moved to Canada and traded Chuseok for the North American Thanksgiving and its traditional turkey feast. The summer before fifth grade, I moved from a welfare-conscious Canada, where I enjoyed a near-universal health care coverage, to America, where I was frequently labeled as a socialist for simply being Canadian and enjoying health care. From the laid-back, slow strides I took in Quebec, where everything was rather passive, friendly, and familiar, I was thrust amidst the mad race of the busy, fast-paced, and competitive New Jersey lifestyle. One thing that was similar in all three countries was that they all ignited my interest in language—Korean, a language isolate, French, a romance language— and English, a Germanic language, have not much in common, yet they have all similarly occupied and influenced a great portion of my life. Even as I am living in the States, I have not stopped talking in Korean with my friends and family, and I teach Korean to children as an assistant teacher at St. Andrew Kim Korean School in Englewood, New Jersey. A population of French speakers is scarce, but still I have found a way to stay close to my francophone identity by participating in the Ridgewood High School French Club. Our club always held multiple fundraising bake sales each year. The proceeds would go to a charity related to a francophone cause or country. When I had the opportunity to lead the club in 2011, I was compelled to choose a charity related to health such as Médecins Sans Frontières, Doctors Without Borders, a Switzerland-based medical humanitarian organization, and La Maison de Naissance, a humanitarian birthing clinic in Haiti. To me, the opportunity to provide health care in a foreign country was exciting. Instead of just admiring the idea of working abroad, I decided to search up an organization in which I could begin helping out in a different country myself. I came across Volunteers for Peace, VFP, in Haiti, an organization where volunteers helped create self-sustainable works for the community and educate children in camps. It would be the start-off, the beginning of my journey, from which I would climb up to join the doctors of Médecins Sans Frontières. 
After a few months spent shopping for Haiti, receiving my malaria vaccination, and exchanging dozens of emails with VFP, I finally boarded my flight to Haiti at John F. Kennedy Airport. As my plane approached the destination, I became increasingly anxious to arrive in Port-au-Prince, but I could not imagine what the next three weeks in Haiti would have in store for me. I could see from the aerial view of my window plane seat that most residences in Haiti were basic cement structures with metal roofs. It was nothing like the sturdy and ornate houses of suburban New Jersey where I lived, and certainly not like the skyscrapers of New York City.